0: Welcome to the Ji Sahib podcast. In this episode, we'll be going through the 18th Bodhi stanza given to us by Guru Nanak Dev Ji. We'll be looking at some of the more negative actions, but where do those actions come from? That's what we'll be focusing on and looking at in today's episode. And today, we have with us Harpreet uh, Kaur. So, Vaheguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Ki Fateh. So, we'll get straight into it. And we'll start with the first line where Guruji is saying that Asankh, murakh and Kaur. So, if we just break down some of these words here. So, asank is countless, which we've already gone through in the previous episode. And then here... Guru Sabji saying asank murak, that murak literally translates to a fool. So saying here that countless people are fools, but Guru Sabji help us to understand who a fool is, and I think that's really important because often what happens is that we'll say we'll use words like this and we'll probably find ourselves calling somebody a fool or even ourselves a fool. But our focus is on that person or ourselves being that fool based on looking at the, the current action that we're doing or the action that we're doing. So if we see someone being a certain way, doing a certain action, and within ourselves, we'll say, like, oh what a fool or what a fool I am. But here, gunan they is saying, what is it that makes where does that come from? And they say and Kaur. So Andh literally means blind. And then gore can be translated to literally gor means something that's really deep. But here we can we've translated it to utterly. So we just look at the literal translation, it would translate to countless people are fools utterly blind in ignorance. So the blind here is referring to being ignorant. Again, we often use that as a term as somebody being ignorant, but Gurnan Deoj is defining for us that it's when somebody is ignorant, when somebody's completely just utterly blind is when they end up becoming a fool and then it's that fool that ends up doing such and such, which is what we're going to be going through today, where they end up becoming a certain type of person and have certain negative, or they, you know, they carry out certain negative actions. But what does it mean to be ignorant? Because we might just say somebody, oh, they just, they haven't got a clue they're just ignorant. But when we say that, we're referring to somebody being ignorant just for that certain something. So we might, so I might say that, oh, well, Harpreet just doesn't know about that cup. You know, she doesn't know it's, um, that it can break easily. So she's just ignorant of that fact. And that's why she's just slamming it onto the work topic, you know. And but this isn't talking about being blind about a just one specific thing. Guru Sahib Ji says all of this happens when we're ignorant about who we are. When we have separated from our true self. Guru Nanak Dev Ji, there's there's a line where they say nanak. They ask a question, so they say Nanak." And here this, they're asking this question to Vagru, And Pranavata means when you just put your hands together. And so he's saying, Pranavata gyani kasahwe. And they're saying that, like, what is a gyani? Who is a, like, kasahwe? What type of nature does a gyani have? And the word gyani here, how, how would you translate the word gyani you, if you used and to knowledge. just hear that word? knowledge mm. yeah so when so we often hear this word gyan and we relate it to knowledge mm. and in gurbani i think we spoke about this before that in gurbani the word when guru sabdi uses the word gyani they are referring to somebody that knows not just not like intellectually but knows on above with experience mm. guru saab saying that gyani kaisa what is the nature of Somebody that knows And they say Somebody that has Recognized themselves That have had that self-realization And They are the ones that Truly Understand Why Guru Understand God And this is what Guru Sahib is saying These are the people that are blind So once you're blind and you haven't got that understanding. So if we're not, if we haven't got any recognition of our soul, we're going to be living out of ego. And when we hear the word ego, it's got such a negative connotation to it. People don't often want to use that word for themselves or somebody else because they feel it's offensive. But if we to understand in which context, when we're using that word, it's important for us to not kind of run away from the word if we want to cure ourselves. So ego is when I'm stuck and consumed in a certain identity. And when that's all that I know, and I don't know anything else other than that, and I just think that's all that there is, that's called not recognizing yourself and being blind. Yeah? So, I don't know, is there something that comes to mind when you think identity for yourself? Uh, what's one of these first things that maybe comes to your mind?
1: Because you think like uh, like your job, so what job you do? So, I'm a nurse. And then, like, with uh, Guruji Skirpa, trying to be sick uh, work towards that.
0: So yeah so if we just looked at that so one of the first things you said um let's just look at the nurse part mm-hmm. so that's your identity an identity can be the work that we do being a nurse yeah and so these are all things that we have um taken on at some point we've not always been that yeah so when 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 did you start practicing being a
1: nurse uh uh-huh. I was 2000 and... What are you going to say? I was like two. You know, <laughs> I do uh, I did my degree. But apparently uh, um, you
0: always had these traits of a nurse from when you was very young. So maybe that's not that inaccurate <laughs> of being two, three years old. Is that right?
1: I don't know. That's, that's my family. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did my degree in uh, 2009 to 2012. Mm-hmm. So that's when, and then obviously, I officially became a nurse yeah. in 2012.
0: Mm. So. Yeah. And then, so there was a point in your life when you took on that identity. Yeah. And then you became that nurse. And then, but before that, you didn't have that identity. And what happens in life is at times we become over identified with something. Mm. And that identity can start to consume us. And if we was to break anything down, any identity, if we was to break down any form of pain or hurt, we would it would come down to one of these identities, and and we've all got multiple, and um, and with some of them we we we've ended up becoming over identified with them. And when that happens is it's like living out of this little this little box and we forget about this the vastness of this creation and grew, mm-hmm. And that's what Gunanat Devji is saying is that's what some what that that's what it means to be completely and utterly blind is when you think that's all that you are and you have no recognition of of this, of your soul, and that why is everything and around you. When that happens to us, that's when then we end up doing certain things in our life, where, which then can be referred to as negative actions. Yeah. So if we just took a really simple example of how that could start affecting someone and how it could start making them do certain things in their life you know, when they just they're stuck in this and they're completely ignorant and we could work through some of these um and then go through what it is that people then go through so it's just like if you imagine you're just kind of stuck in this little box you can't see outside of that and if you you could probably think of many examples in your own life when when you know you've felt frustrated or angry or anything what if you broke it down what was it that was feeling angry what was it that was feeling hurt or frustrated because this is something i do with myself every day and this is a body that always stuck out for me i i'm talking about from 12 13 years ago and and i think when i probably started not when when i didn't focus on it so much was when for me anyway this is very personal um when i found that i was stuck in some of these things more so i would always reflect try and reflect back to but what is it What is it that's hurting? And I'd keep asking myself that question until I'm able to like break it down Mm. and think, oh, okay. Sometimes it wasn't easy and I wouldn't be able to find that answer straight away. But this is what it means to be a fool. Marla says, if you don't kind of find that, it's going to lead into all sorts of things then. And it's that separation then from the truth and why I grew. And then we just think this is all that I am. That starts to then hurt. So whenever that happens, it's like when one of our, I don't know, I think, well, um, for yourself, like when, especially when your kids start to grow up, they challenge you a lot. You know, they can challenge your identity a lot, which is the identity of being a mother or a father. And um, or or it could be as a daughter or as a, you know, um, as a wife and especially, you know, when it comes to kids, they'll, they'll speak to you a certain way. When they do speak to you a certain way and in that moment it hurts, all you have to do is just step back and think, why did I hurt? And, and I think these conversations can be difficult at times because we think, well, because we use words, like, we use terms like, well, that's normal. Of course, it's normal. What what are we going to say after that? It's normal because you're a dad. Child. Or, oh, you're a dad. Yeah, you're yeah. a mother. You know, or the other way around. Because your parents said something to you a certain way. You know, or the husband said something to you a certain way. And the natural thing to say is going to be, oh, yeah, I'm a wife. I'm a husband. I'm a, you know, and... But if you think about it, that in itself is telling us the answer to why we're hurting. It's the identity that hurts. And that identity is what Guru refers to then as as home. And that is what causes separation. That is what causes then pain. And this is what Maharaj is saying on the When When you are just in that and you become consumed. And I always say, all right, so what would be an antidote to that? So if in a real life situation, how could you switch the way you frame it within your own self so it doesn't reach a place of pain? Because pain is separation.
1: I think reflection is one big thing. But also um, is recognizing that whatever's caused you that pain or whoever it's come from, they have their own understanding and they can only come from what they understand and where they are in their journey of growth mm-hmm. or healing. So it, it's, it's recognizing that as well. So you, you don't really, you don't get offended or your, your, your identity doesn't get touched because it doesn't reach your identity, any identity. You just recognize, just recognizing that human being for being a human being.
0: And you know what? That's what this body is all about. Like, Gunanat Devji is speaking from that place. is is saying that I'm going to talk about this. It's, I'm not, this isn't, when I talk about this, it's not about me, about, you know, how I'm affected, about the way they are with me, this list of people, you know, and Gunanat Devji is just saying, you know, Nanak Nietzsche, that I am. Nietzsche, Nietzsche here, come. If we was to literally translate that, that would be translated to lowly. But mm. Nanak Nietzsche here is referring to good Nanak Devji saying, Well, I'm talking about them and I'm kind of just giving this understanding of other people's state of mind, um, but from a place of humility, meaning I'm not looking down at them. So that's exactly what you just said then. It's understanding that they are the way they are because of such such reason or for whatever reason they are separated they are stuck yeah. and the other way is the other thing is what we could do in that kind of scenario situation is when we when when we're kind of stuck and we're blind how would we switch that around say in that moment what's another way we could reframe that is so before we even go there to them it's wreck so how can we step away say for we're really kind of just feeling stuck oh my god this is hurting this is hurting and then like i'm getting attacked this is about me but in that moment if we could just step back and how do we do that like you said awareness from we could disregard from what we're talking about now. Step back and think. All right, so I want to be acting from a place of a uh, guru sabji. Somebody, somebody asked, like, you know, I'm still trying to find my purpose. And a lot of people, I don't know if you've ever thought about purpose. Yeah, and some I get this question a lot. Uh, about purpose And somebody asked me that About like I'm still trying to Work out my purpose And I was thought All Right Well even that Shouldn't we What I, I was saying to Preacher Earlier on um, Sorry Sanghaji I know he's not on camera today I'm sure you're missing him But I was saying to Preacher Today earlier on That You know Whatever it is Whatever terms we we're using We were talking about I'm not going to get into that But just to give an example We was talking about Like today we hear a lot about this word healing, that uh, I'm healing or we are healing. And I, and I said, it'd be really interesting to try and understand that uh, term from Gurbani. Like, uh, what would that mean within, like, through Gurbani? To, and, um, and in that same way, then whatever it is, then even purpose, then, it, wouldn't we be looking at our purpose from Gurbani? And and the easy answer would be, our oh, purpose is to meet Vai Like, yeah, like, I get that. But as in, but from my reflection, again, you know, personal um, reflection of Gurbani, is that Guru Nanak's saying our purpose is to become a Jan, is to become a servant. And that's Guru Nanak. Like, that's why Guru Nanak Dev Ji called themselves a Jan so much in Gurbani. And so Jan literally means servant. You know, throughout Gurbani, there are like Jananana, Katoora, Manga, Tis Sikhi. you know, this servant, you know, here Guru Ram Das Ji saying this servant, you know, is asking for the dust of that, the idea, and that's our purpose. Is so if so if we think about it now now in that scenario, somebody said a certain something to us, something's happened, but then we want to go back to our purpose in our mind. And that takes us away from being stuck in that identity. Yeah, so then we can just use the identity from a place of a John. So we go back to like, oh. What's my purpose is to become a servant. If I'm going to become a servant, how can I use now this identity as this mother, child, whatever it is. But this whole thing is about serving. And whatever that, you know, like as in service people, again, I don't want people to start, you know, their minds jumping. And that's why I try not to label anything an action, a certain activity activity. Um, as seva or as service, because then, because that's Gurbani doesn't do yeah, that. Yeah. Gurbani doesn't do that. Mm. But if I go, if we're constantly saying that I want to live out my purpose and my purpose is to be, become a jan and serve, so in that moment, then I'll become that, that I'll remind myself, oh, wait wait, that, like my purpose is to be a servant and that Mulkaridhi lalla la gulla, I've become that lalla, la. I'm I'm a Gullah so that's my true um, purpose And as the droplet I am You know, we're to as the droplets The, 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 the part of Guru that's inside of us could be seen as the droplet So that is then the Gullah And I'm the Gullah I'm the slave then to serve everything else So in that moment, I unidentify with that And I identify with as a Jan, as a servant And I think, how can I serve in this moment? Imagine how many, how much of that life that would make so much nicer. Um, and that's why I always say to people that whenever we are getting guidance from someone or whoever, wherever where it does it fit in with the language of Gurbani? And when I say the language of Gurbani, because Gurbani takes us to the true place of healing. And I think we did end up defining kind of that. What that means is then healing is when we're starting to be able to create a gap and distance ourselves in a healthy way uh, from the identity that was hurting so much. And we're able to then step closer into the Atma into the soul, and going back to becoming the servant, and, and I think that's our, that's our purpose, and when we're not living from that place, we're in, that's then on the core, and then Maharaj says, all right, well, this is what then happens, if you're going to just live out of identity and think, that's all that you know, Maharaj says, now you're blind." And this is what's gonna happen. So when we then come from the back of that, of when we're so stuck in the identity and we don't have any recognition of reality of how it's working. And um, then Mars says, This is what you're gonna find, this is what you're gonna get with those people. And Mars basically a fool is somebody that will then you'll find a sunk, countless people that are Jor, are thieves. And Haram core, Haram core. The word Haram can be translated to We've translated it here to being corrupt Haram also can be when you just You completely ruin something And so for example It could be that you've given me something But I've got no There's no value to it I don't value it You know, I completely ruin what you've given me by the way I'm treating you Yeah That's a haram core. So it's not like I, I ruin The the glass that you gave me mm. Yeah But I ruin it What you've given me By the way I am with you mm. Yeah Mar, in That's another form of then It becomes stealing Yeah So it's That's That in itself Is Jori. I might not have stole it In the sense of taken it behind your back Yeah I've taken it from you is haram kur also means there's no appreciation for you, so I've ruined what I've taken Yeah, It's become haram kardita like, So it's just clicked because my parents would actually speak like this And so for example, they've given me a present They've given me something And then I've ended up arguing with them about something uh, maybe within the first few days of receiving that It was a big thing, for example And then I've argued with them I've ended up being horrible to them And I'm talking like years ago Yeah, like being horrible to them Looking down at them, belittling them, whatever I've gotten into argument with them And then they've turned around and said So <speaking in foreign language> mm. They've said that you've just made it complete haram What we've given you You've like it's like you've polluted it. You've just ruined it. What we've given you that makes yeah, sense, right? 100%. It's like you've given me some food as well now. This because this is probably something that happens more regularly. Then mm. so you've made a, a amazing like you know plate of food, sit there, and then I make a really horrible comment to you. But not I don't mean just like oh the salt ain't right or anything. But I mean I've looked down at you mm. and really belittled you and spoke uh you know from a place of arrogance mm. and then I'm about to eat the food and it's like mm. oh, you've just you've actually just ruined the food. It's a chori That's like stealing. No? And and I think that is such a big lesson in everyday life. Um, and that then, that just comes into being a, an appreciative as well. And I think that just for me would just now, like to thinking of that, that could really help me a lot. In because again, when will that happen? On the when we are stuck, and we're blind. Because all because when we're blind, what can we see? What is it that we can see?
1: Nothing.
0: Me. That's all that we can see is me. So when I'm gonna look down on you, I can't see you, I can just see me. Because it becomes about me in that moment, doesn't it? Yeah. So when life is all about me, then I'm gonna look down on you, and then I'm becoming and then am it's haram core. then. Like then that's who I become in that moment.
1: It's about gratitude. Like, you know, what you're saying, one of the things mm. that um to take away from your identity and th- these things, if you just you've, you you remember to be grateful uh, for everything, mm. um, even for breathing, it you can get it can get that bit ba- like that basic, but mm. it's not basic. It just sent no, 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 of course it, cent- it centers you. No, it comes back to that.
0: Yeah, like, so, so the artha is that. So it comes down to then everything.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: And what I wanted to say to Sangat was that. Just for Sangat to know that just doing Gurbani Vichar, how magical it can be. Because uh, I personally have tried to contemplate Jobji Sahib for about 13 years now. But that's the first time I've been able to look at it in that perspective. Like here right now, as we were talking, that kind of just became clearer. Mm. That's a way of looking at it, that we're Haram Kar when you've just like ruined it because of the way you've, you know, treated and gone about, um, you know, the whole thing and no appreciation for it and put somebody else down for it and that just like you've just become a chore. Yeah. So I'm just saying like the magic can be jar as well. Mm-hmm. And then from what you were saying, that is then an antribe art, an, which is like kind of the more deeper internal art we can do, we also, when we don't live this life as that John, as that servant, like we said, in, in a place of service and appreciating each breath that we've been given, so with each breath that we've been given, if we don't remember and say, wow, like, thank you for this life, and then also we are sure a thief because we're taking them for free then. Because even these breaths are given to us. And if we don't live in appreciation, we become haram core unappreciative, and we're ruining the breath in that way. So we're saying like, So it's like, gave you such this, this beautiful opportunity and breath. Look what you're making out of it. Sai yeah. haram So you've become a haram core. You've become that, an appreciative, and you're ruining everything. Yeah, so that would be like. That's why I always say to Sangat that one line is enough to awaken you. Yeah, it's it's never about how much you can read, how many you can read. Like Maraji saying, I'm only saying, try this, try this, read this much, read that many, because I don't know which one's going to do it for you. So, in that sense, if we just think, I don't want to be a chore for these breaths, I don't want to be just taking them for free. Yeah. And then that alone can be something that awakens somebody and starts to remember why you're good with every breath, just from that one line, and you're done. <laughs> job done, you know. That simple. <laughs> it's as <laughs> It is simple that simple. It's well. crazy though. It's mm. like, it's, it's that simple, but it's that hard as well. Hard work to do. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So next line. Can you relate to this one? Asank And you might be able to relate to it in different ways, as in like, where you have seen maybe some of those traits in yourself at points or in others around you as well. And, and that's okay if we are reflecting on, Others as well, because we're not looking down at them, because that's what good. They're just teaching us in this body, so we can still, you know. So, amar here, the word amar uh, means hukam. So, when you're like when you order someone around, like when you've got, oh, well, this is my order. This is, it's got to be this way, yeah. So, we've used the word will here for amar, and then karajah here, but then you make you get that done, whatever your way is. But by jaw or by force, you're enforcing your way upon somebody else. So being very forceful, and you think it's got to happen my way. Uh, and um, this is obviously then where bullying comes from. This being stuck in 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 this, and and I think that it's not that hard to fall into that at times in life. You know and. Maharaj is saying to us that this is, you'll only do that again when you're blind, when you're stuck in one of your little identities and you just think things have got to be just my way. But then you go about getting that way put in place, but being forceful. Anything that kind of comes to mind, like. I was just thinking that? how
1: um, beautiful Gurbani is that Guruji makes it relatable to everyone. Mm. Like, Like you said, like everyone at some point has been done this or been that. It's not to say that's it. You know, Rudy always says this, there's a way out and this Mm. is the way out. Do it, you know. And I'm just thinking it's just just thankful that that it's like that.
0: Mm. And and when I read something like this, because sometimes people can think, well, aren't we then just reflecting on something on the negative? And, And no. And the way I see is that. It helps me to become aware that am i doing that at times. And I'm like,
1: wake you up and yeah,
0: like, put the positive back. I don't want to actually, I don't want to be doing that. Mm. And that is positive in itself, it is. you know, and, and you do. You will sometimes find yourself just wanting your way and being. And I don't know. Just here is talking on a larger scale as well. When you go about and then do some really horrendous things because it's from that place. Marad says then, like if we look at the next line that I sang, And the word galvad, we're not translating this literally to cutting people's throats, but you know, the the actual term itself, like, you know, he's 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 cutthroat, like, so ruthless. And, but Marad says that all, you'll see all these traits overlap somebody that will want their way, and then you'll often find that they are quite cutthroat as well. They're quite ruthless. They'll make sure they get that way, however, whatever. They won't think. There'll be how no, effects, everything. Yeah. You know, hathia But Maharaj says it, it could even lead to the point of hathia, where some you, people end up killing others, killing other people. But Maharaj is explaining to us where it comes from. When you get so, so just closed in and stuck. And, you know, like if we look at some, like when we look at, often when you find someone that ends up in this place in their life, if you break it down, they would have, you'll find some form of, you know, event in their life that caused trauma inside of them. But the trauma has not been dealt with. And the trauma is an like a wound an after effect of how we've taken something in life or sometimes that could have happened to you at a point in your life when you wasn't able to make sense of it because you was too young but then as you grew up when we start then again when 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 we become consumed by that and we over identify with that And, you know, this is, it's very complex. It's not just as simple as this, um, because I don't want to oversimplify it as well, because I know there's so many angles to this and so many situations um, for different people. What ends up happening when something, you know, traumatic has happened to them. But if we just to look at it in the way that, again, I just hope nobody takes this in a, in a in a negative way and to think that we're oversimplifying it but like what guru saab be saying here that we can only reach this point in our life if we remain blind and ignorant and if we don't end up on identifying with certain parts of us and what what uh, what has even happened to us in the past if there's a, if that never happens in our life we continue just living out of those, out of that box and um, not be, not becoming conscious. This is where it can lead to.
1: It's like the ripple effect, isn't it? Yeah. So you can either put positive and it ripples, yeah. or you can put the negative and then that's just explaining the negative side of the ripple. Yeah, yeah.
0: And that's why I would say it's so important as well. So if people feel that they still haven't dealt with certain things, Deal with them And is to try Start taking those steps You know And again In a very compassionate way I say that yeah. And in whichever form of way You can start that journey Because we just don't know Otherwise You know We, we keep, Actually it'll come Become more and more clear If we looked at Then The next line Then Marit Singh Asankh Bapi kar So This is what stuck out for me Because before we started this um You, you said you, you that, you know, there's a lot of labeling in this body. And I know you didn't mean it in a negative way, mm. but it was just something you pointed out. And it really got me thinking. And then you guys thought I was in a mood and I wasn't in a mood. I had that... Tunnel. Yeah, I was just just trying to say Maharaj, all right. You know, because Maharaj isn't somebody that is going to label somebody in that negative way, because everything that Guru Nanak Dev would have spoke from a place of compassion, place of love, so widen the labels. And I was, you know, contemplating that because here papi is a noun. It's it's called, it's saying the sinner, you know. And um, then Maraj says, like, who is one? So for example, yes, there's a label there. But Maraj didn't say that somebody ends up becoming that, where that has now become somebody's, Personality, and even now has become their nature. I don't mean true nature. It doesn't write you up when I mean some somebody becomes when something becomes effortless for someone, mm. and they're so blinded now on the core they, that's, they're just living out of that now. What Mardig is saying is, it's important for us to recognize and identify when somebody has reached that point. When it's this, they're they're saying I'm I'm labeling someone from my reflection of of this Barney that I'm not just labeling someone for the sake of it now. It's not because they just tripped up a couple of times, or let's not even call it tripped up uh, because I don't you know I don't want it to be judgmental in any way. But somebody did a certain action, and um, that's negative a few times in their life. Marat hasn't said they are a puppy. But Maharaji is saying that who they're referring to here is that meaning that keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. So they're trying to get us to understand something that when somebody keeps making that same mistake, that it's because it's become their nature now. So it's important for us to understand they are a puppy, but not in that... And and I, you know what it is, because especially I've I've been, I've grown up in like a very, you know, Punjabi cultural back. I've come from that background, grown up with that. So when you say these words, they've got such a negative connotation to them. So as soon as you say "oh bapir," it's like it's it's said in such a like, arrogant way and like kind of like you know writing somebody off and looking yeah. down off. And yeah. that's why I think. And just now, whilst doing this podcast, I think now it makes sense why even in Katha, I stopped using the word. But no, I shouldn't stop using the word. We want to start, we want to learn in which way Guru Sab is using it. And then for us to start defining it for Sangats, well, this is how Guru Sab is using it. This is how most of us are using it though, we're using it from an arrogant place. And we're looking down at people and say, "Oh, puppy," you know. It's almost like, "E," you know, them. But marriage isn't Maharaj is just identifying. all, you know, like even even today's um, people that are talking today about spirituality in today's world. I don't want to name anyone, you know, and um, but you know they talk about the process of when something becomes. You know, habit and then becomes nature. So all Maharaj is saying is a puppy's somebody that has done something so many times, they keep doing it, and now it's that they've just become that. Doesn't mean you can't escape it, like you said before. Yeah, but we we shouldn't also deny that it's become an issue for someone now. Yeah. And that's why it's okay at some time, at some uh, sometimes, to have, you know, to diagnose and use a certain label, just so that we can understand someone. For me, this body is all about understanding each other. Yeah. So we might have to say, look, they are that, but it's from a place of we're trying to understand why they are like that because they've done that so many times now. This. so 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 you know what this is what it means to become blind. So that is now them that's what's leading their life. And that's when people say, or see, um, nothing's in our hands, God's doing everything." and they get that mixed up. It's not that God's doing everything in that way. It means now they can't, they are so stuck, it feels like there is no way out, and this is almost it feels like it's destined. For them, it's not destined for them. They've just hasn't, they haven't managed to awake from it. Yeah. So it becomes so natural. Don't know it any other way. And that is that jaw then. Like, you just can't help. it. It's just their life. Like a jor That is just so natural to him. Just to steal. And... Then Maharaj defines it a little bit more. They say, okay, so what can some of those things be um, that people have ended up in? Maharaj is saying, well, there's countless of people then. What are one of those things that they keep doing? And this is Kuriyaar. So Kuriyaar is the noun. They've become just, you know, compulsive liars. Kuriyaar, like can mean faults as well. So they're just practicing falsehood, but we can, like, if we break it down. So one of the components of that is being a liar. So Mahdi's is saying, well, now they have become a liar. It's important, again, for us to understand that, not to look down at them, but to understand they're stuck in a, they're stuck at the moment. Yeah, it's become their nature. You can't, this isn't now, so it makes so much sense now in today's, um, Profe- mental health professionals say to us to and uh, when I did the first aid training as well in mental health that you don't say to somebody to snap out of it because they can't just snap out of it because now it's, it's gone so deep like their whole body has learned that and the body is now going to actually think this is how they need to be to survive yeah, so they, the body will reject if you try and do anything different So this is when it's talking about it's going to be hard work. Obviously, kirpa can happen like that. But let's talk for the majority of how majority will have to go through it. So you can't just say say now, just stop lying. Because Maya saying, no, but gure firahi, now they're going round and round. So firahi means when you go round in something, that means they're stuck in something. They're in a loop now. Your brain's learned that pattern. You don't even know anything else. You're so blind. You think this is me, isn't it? I mean, you won't even say that to yourself. You'll just you'll just think it is me. Isn't this me? Even when you have moments that you escape from it, but it's that that is so normal to you because your body's comfortable with it, your brain's comfortable with it. It's got all the, you know, the the, the neural paths that formed of being that way because you've done it for so many years.
1: So when you survive,
0: yeah, mm. when you're in survival, mm. without you even knowing that you're doing it to survive, yeah, it's become your normal way of living. Yeah, so I think this body is that can help us to have so much compassion. is saying it's not as simple as, oh, stop it, yeah, but it you can. Break from it,
1: break from it, and bit like do step, step, yes, yeah, step, step yeah, in yeah, the right direction.
0: Yeah, yes. Even what I remember, I used to look at this body years ago, and from such a shallow perspective. I used to just say to people, "Well, just stop lying because it's just going to lead to another one." Because that's what Maharaj is saying, and I didn't realize it's it's talking about when something becomes somebody's nature and just again i don't mean the nature soul nature i mean like habit yeah habit nature you know the their habit and um it is going to be uncomfortable in the beginning you know and, and th- that's what this this is all about is having to go through those uncomfortable moments and uh, of starting to break away from what you've now have have believed you are for so long and um it's literally like something's gonna have to die within you and it's pain, it's gonna be painful. But worth it. Yes, because then that's where the sock is, is when you walk away from it. You know. So then Pandit did you wanna add to that? It just like as in because it's talking about just
1: there was the only the mm, only, only thing annoying. is is that um though it can seem negative this um it's it's the positive is there, it's Guruji saying, because a lot of people say, oh, well, Guruji, you know, they'll say I'm a liar, so I'm going to go round and round and then just accept it. Mm -hmm. But it's not about accepting it in the sense that you don't do anything about it. It's accept it to do something about it.
0: 100%. So this is more about understanding what's happened to us Mm -hmm. or to someone and from that place, doing work on it. Mm -hmm. And...
1: That's where Accepting the comes... just
0: means that um, I understand. I've kind of come to some form of understanding what's where I'm at. Mm. Yeah. And from here, I'm going to work on it. Yeah, it's not giving that that um, that, that would be giving into it, We're not giving into it. Yeah. It's like, say, if you had a wound somewhere, a physical wound on your body. And you could feel the pain, but you did not know where it was coming from. And then all it is now, we've managed to identify, oh, that's, look, my leg was cut here. I couldn't see it before because of where it was situated. And now, oh, let's let's work on it now. So mm-hmm. this, is, this is what this is. It's saying, let's work on it now. Mm-hmm. I've just realized what's happened to me. And sometimes I just feel like, you know, it's so hard um, because it's a body and we've just got to go through. But there's so much psychology behind this and to break it down. And I feel like I'm not doing justice to it. But, you know, I think maybe that we could do separate videos and just how, where that could have come from for somebody to end up becoming a compulsive liar and what could have brought them to that point in their life and and then what it is and 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 i think the the biggest thing we can take away from this body is is to be more understanding to each other and to know that when we come to realize these things this is where we are that you know we can now start working on them and there is a way out you know and but we've got to be very patient with each other and and yeah like without the patience i think it's going to be just so difficult and so then, a Malaych malapaka, Kahi and Maraji is saying that not only is it that people could would you know that that end up stuck in lies, but Maraji saying there's countless people when 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 they're blinded, and they become that fool, then they become a Malaych and a Malaych was a word that was used for when the Mughals uh, came. And invaded India, so and bringing in their culture and their language, speaking um Persian, the Persian language, Farsi, and where then the people of India who believed only Sanskrit to be the most sacred language, and anybody that was uh, speaking anything outside of that, or that was, and so they would they would call them Malach, and the word Malach itself can be translated like they saw them to be almost like an somebody that's low-minded or an, an outcast. And um, so that's... But Marad said, well, no, it's not somebody that is bringing in a different language in or you can't then compare to say, well, our language is the divine language, your languages is, isn't. And they were arguing, well, no, ours is, it's, you know, and... Mama says, no, I'll tell you who is a Malaych Is somebody that is Mal Mal means filth, Pak Comes from the word There's many translations that scholars have done But the one we've gone for here is The word Pak coming from Pakya meaning language And then Kahe means to consume So basically Talking about when you Have When your language is filthy And But filthy language isn't the words that we speak. Filthy language is where those words are coming from. And when those words are coming from a place of looking down at someone, that's what is filthy language. Somebody might use the perfect, sweetest of words but they could be speaking in sarcasm, they could be speaking, laughing at someone, you know, looking down at someone and belittling someone, but they're using all the right words, you know, the sweet words. That's not filthy language. Filthy language comes from when it's coming from a dirty place, when you're really consuming filth, and so again, it's something that we've got to be we've got to be watchful of and truthful to ourselves about when I've said this, where has it come from? Am I really trying to lift this person up? Am I being that John? Am I being that servant? Because that's my purpose in life, apparently. You know, or you know, or, or do we need to remind ourselves of that purpose? Because I always say we're on a path of what we call Sikhi. And those of that do identify with being on the path of Sikhi. And even if you don't, that's fine because it's, the message is the same for everyone. Let's just, If you're on the path of Sikhi or you're on the path of spirituality, path. Of, what does that even mean? And it doesn't mean that I'm just trying to get stuck in a religion. It means that I'm trying to become a jhan. That's what, that's why here, Guru Nanak Devji says, Nanak Nietzsche. You know, Nietzsche means that I'm speaking from a perspective of a servant. Because Nietzsche means humility. Humility means I don't see you to be below me. I'm speaking from, uh, I'm speaking as a servant. So every time I speak, where is it coming from? No, am I trying is it just have I lost it? Am I being nasty? If I am, I'm hurting myself. I always uh, the the term I use for myself is you're coming away from your soul. Imagine I think we would speak a lot less if every word we spoke was as a servant are these words going to be of a serving nature? are these words to help them to get back to their soul or is it just to make me feel better no. and and for me that this is what Sikhi is a Sikhi is to become a Par. you can start off with this one you want to break it down first?
1: Well, Asanka is countless, and yep. then Nindaka is like a slanderer, sirgare mm-hmm. par. Uh, so they carry that weight of slandering.
0: How do you see that weight? Like, what is that weight? Like weight in which way?
1: The weight of not understanding someone and not.
0: Oh wow, that's a good way of looking at it. <laughs> I never looked at it like that. Like, it's really interesting because slandering is about. You're wanting to put somebody down and you doing that yourself in itself is just like weight, isn't it? And I always think that so say if I'm now say if I'm saying something about you, because slandering is always gonna be something negative about you. Mm-hmm. So if I'm just so focused on and it and it could and it's like and it's not even true. Mm-hmm. Or it's true, but I'm just saying it in a way to really put you down. Yeah. So, but I'm so focused and saying that negative thing about you. It's like I'm bringing that upon myself to become more of that, of what I'm saying about you. And that is then the weight. Mm-hmm. I could be identifying something in you, like Guru Nanak Ji saying, that's totally different. So I could say that, oh look, heartbreat. Tends to get angry at something, and and I'm looking at it as a John. Okay, what can we do about that? And let's look at that. Maybe come from a place of compassion, where I could be like, she's just such an angry person, you know. But and I'm I'm saying it, and I'm looking down at you, thinking like, she's just so angry. It's almost like I'm bringing I'm the weight is I'm becoming more of that. It's just a vichar, like, you know, I, I, this is from my contemplation is Marj talks about Sanj Krije Guna But here, our focus is so much the negative negative. But And it's coming in, in from such a negative place That I'm gonna end up being angry I'm, bring, I'm bringing that energy, I'm taking on that energy just trying to, like, kind of look at what that weight could be, that's one of the ways, like, I found that for myself. And the focus is so much in a negative way about something negative. I end up becoming that myself. So all of these things just it bring us more pain. Oh.
1: There's a way as well, like, say... If I was explaining an experience of mine to you yeah. and I've not got the intention of looking down at that person or anything like that, I'm literally just explaining how I feel, would you call that slandering?
0: That's not an India then. That's what we just yeah. said we said in the beginning. Yeah. Because it all become slandering only it only becomes slandering depending on the intent and where it's coming from. So no. if
1: you if you're saying it in a place that you're you're getting a, a support, a advice on how to like deal with the situation. You wouldn't call that slandering, then?
0: No, because you you're still acting out. You're trying to resolve a situation, mm. yeah. Because like I could, you know, somebody could like say if I'm really, I'm always angry and shouting and being a certain way, and then then you go to and talk to Breacher on about that, but it's coming from. Could be, could be, it could be coming from such a pure place, like like I'm struggling with the way Virgi speaking at the moment, you know. He's or or however, like you know, it's it, and he he's getting angry. But like, what can we what can we do, you know? Um, and how it's, can we serve? Yeah, how can we serve? And it's recognizing if it's affecting you as well. How mm. can I try and shift through this? You know, so it's just that, that is just being proactive. It's being productive, you know, and it might be that you can't do anything with me, but you need to talk about it to be able to help yourself be in a better place, Mm. you know, and slandering would be like where you want somebody else to look at me in a certain way. You're, you're intentionally like kind of, you know, focused on in the way they then look at me. There's no intention of resolving anything. I just want to basically, you know, put that person down. You know, there's plenty of other ways to say that, which we probably can't say on the recording. But you know, you, just, you know, and uh, yeah. So this, none of this, it doesn't mean to become impractical. And I think the more impractical we become, the the less than we end up, you know, working through things. So sometimes some girls are so scared of my slandering. You know, sometimes we could just start these conversations off in a really practical way, yeah. And um, like somebody told me something about someone the other day, and it was really heavy, and I had to be really careful to think, okay, like this is it. This is the moment now. I can't look down on this person for that behavior, it's a behavior, just like Guru Sahib is pointing out.
1: That can be changed.
0: Do we need to do something, but because that is that person's current behavior to put things in place because other lives could be at risk? Mm. Yes. So that means we need this conversation. Let's separate me being judgmental about that person. And let's be very clear and proactive of what potentially needs to be done. It wasn't easy, you know, my mind was getting sucked in to thinking, I can't believe that person would do that. And it was and really trying to like, say, okay, no, it's possible. These things can happen. How can they happen? You know, it could be because of power, you know, and then it's taken them to this or this and they're stuck as well yeah can we what what are the practical steps we can take let's just keep focused on the practical steps we can take to serve and if this person isn't willing to be um supported or helped through their situation we we've got to accept that too yeah but if there's something practical we need to do that where other people are involved we need to just do that without saying oh what a nasty person and like we don't want to get sucked into that But I tell you what Some things are so Like you, when you're not expecting it When you're so When you've put somebody on a pedestal Especially which we shouldn't do anyway It's their own fault Yeah And then you've got to The mind will do all sorts Yeah You've got to just try and remain balanced And That was the word that kept coming up Remain focused Try and be Remain in a clear space, be balanced, you know mm-hmm. then you can't get angry as well, then you just do what needs to be done and this is just in in humility saying that this is that kind of like I'm just offering you this understanding of you know what happens to people and uh, the potential of what could happen to the mind where it can end up, you know.
1: Um I always found that useful uh, from a nurse's perspective as well. Mm-hmm. Is that like uh, everyone's a patient and everyone's got their version of a Bumari mm-hmm. and the the antidote for them. Obviously is why I grew but they they'll have specific things they need to do uh with that, with the like medicine as well to to heal yeah and that that really i think
0: that's true
1: that helps me to kind of try and work or not you know like you're saying remain focused it helps mm-hmm. me to try try and remain focused mm-hmm. yeah so like it happened when i was actually a student um on placement as a nurse and we got a patient who came in and he was with officers and he had to be handcuffed to each officer and then when he wasn't handcuffed to the officer he had to be handcuffed to the bed so just by that small amount of knowledge you know whatever he's there for uh, as in why he's a prisoner is very severe mm. um, and I remember asking my mentor oh what's he done?" and they said why do you need to know is it going to change what you, how you look after him mm-hmm. And that really made me think. And it's still to this day, mm-hmm. like, makes me just rein rain whatever my mind wants to say in. And it's just like, no, it's not. Because mm-hmm. I, need, I have to look after this person. No, regardless, that's, my, that's what I need to do. Yeah,
0: I, I, yeah, I'm smiling because it just reminded me I went through such a similar situation when I did prison work because mm. I was a supply um so the prison weren't allowed to tell me what their crimes were. Mm. But the the prisoners, they, they were allowed tell to tell me if they want to. Mm. And so there's no restriction in that. And I'd be like, I remember sometimes I just wanted to know so bad. Mm. And I'd like, you know, trying to get them to hint to me at least. And it was the same. Well, I'm still going to treat them the way I'm going to treat them. It doesn't matter if I know what level of crime that they've done. I'm still here to try and serve them, you know, try and tell them about living a different way. And it's, uh, and yeah, it was, it was really.
1: Yes, but the Guruji by you like, helps you to like, treat everyone the same.
0: Mm. Mm. And then obviously you want to get to the point when you do know and you still can treat them the same mm. and there's still yes. no effect, no difference, you know, which uh, I had some of those experiences as well. Same. And I was very, I, was, I always say, like, um, you know, I'm very grateful, and then, you know, Mara just kind of like, you know, that, that grace was there when you're able to then do that. And, it, and it's, such, it's such a beautiful way of living, of being, you know, and, and, and that is being with Waiguru isn't it? And I always say to people, don't deny those moments, remember those moments and be grateful for them because that is remembering Waiguru. Because the more we remember those moments and be grateful for them, we'll be able to have more of those moments. You know? mm. And just say that that's where the I isn't there. Like give me more of those moments where the I isn't there. Yeah, so Varayana Java Ikhvar. Guru Naradha Dev Ji saying that, you know, I, I've, I'm never going to be able to say in full everything about what the mind is capable of because that would be be me limiting God because um, God is limitless he's saying that I can't say in full Java or I can't even go around you once gonna saying to my guru, meaning that I'm just this is kind of the vichara that I'm giving of like you could end up becoming a puppy a chur or this you know a thief and a liar and uh, you know somebody that is talks filth and and um, but my saying this isn't this isn't all of it it's just some of the vichara that I've been able to understand. So uh, And 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 you know, sometimes with people, we might not ever know the full extent to why somebody is a certain way, and for our own self as well, because I've done that to myself. I try to understand so many times, like to, trying to know exactly, but why did I have a mental breakdown? Like, I need to know everything. And my thing's thing is just vichara you can do. You'll never know it. Like, you, you'll never be able to say... Exactly, because it could be so complex, it could be a bit, this bit, this bit, this bit, this bit, this... just Here's a gist, you know. <laughs> I think that's humbling, that really helps. Um, because sometimes you'll just go mad thinking, I need to know, I need to know, I need to know.
1: I don't. It's not you necessary know. to know why, sometimes. And, but
0: but the thing, what Marad's saying is, sometimes you just won't know it in full. Yeah. You can get an no idea. You don't uh, want to waste yeah. time in trying yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. find
1: that out either, yeah. because then you're taking, you're not using yeah. the next moment yeah. in the way that Guru is trying to uh, fo- to focus you in that moment. With. Focus
0: what you need to do now yeah. to not be so identified with it, yeah. and know that and there's another way. You'll of just living. get further and further away, yeah, and yeah. you won't
1: even you don't your brain won't yeah, even yeah, want yeah. to know why. Because
0: <laughs> I remember when I tried to do that, literally, I, I, I my brain was just going oh. So, when I did that when I was 38. Then, well, then when I did that, I was 30. Then maybe it was because of what happened when I was five. Then, or maybe it was because I was four and then three. And then, like, it's just, you'll, it's, yeah. It's do, it's okay focus. to, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm just going to read out the literal translations and then we'll say, Fateh. So, Whatever your divine will is, that doing is perfect. Um and we um, if you want to go into more detail, we can watch the last week's uh the the last episode. And then to sada salamat nirankar. you're always stable, oh formless one. So Salamat means stable. So Vaiguru is always there. Anka. Okay. Always there. We just just need to go back to it. Keep going back to it. Um, that formless we're beyond all of this. The mess that we create and get into it, that, that stillness is always there, just ready for us. And that's how is compassionate, because they never going to deny us entering that space of stillness. And that's, that's the compassion, you know. There we have it. Uh, that's the 18th body. Okay. <laughs> you, know, you know, it just feels like you just can never do justice to it. Like, I always think like, God knows, like, the 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 level that Maharaj was talking from, you no, know, but we can only leap but just try you know and um and and get closer to that Sada Salamat from doing the bit of a char that we are able to do yeah. Thank you, Benji, for joining us uh, this week. It, I know it just worked out and amazing, yeah, so' anything you'd like to say
1: to it's something. been brilliant,
0: amazing. Okay then, Wai, Ji wahi wahi Ka Khalsa, Ji Ki Fateh ji. If you enjoyed this video, please like, comment, share and subscribe. Please donate and help spread Guruji's message. Link is in the description below. Vaheguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Ji Ki Fateh